0: Um, I want to introduce uh, our speaker, Marty, by saying this. Um, I'm reminded, Marty, of of uh, Acts chapter 10, where when the Apostle Peter is preaching to Cornelius and his friends in Cornelius' house, that while he was preaching the Holy Spirit didn't wait for an altar call at the end but while he was preaching the Spirit came on everybody. And I and I sense that every time Marty preaches, she carries uh, an anointing of the Holy Spirit. She is an apostle to Nicaragua and to Costa Rica to over 3,000 um, blood-bought saints there that she serves in over 13 churches. And um, we're just honored to have her part of New Song and to have her preach today. And I... I appeal to you, all of us, let's be open to the Holy Spirit, even coming, even as she's talking about the things of the Holy Spirit today. Okay? Give her a warm welcome as she comes to talk to <laughs> you. <laughs> Hallelujah.
1: Praise God. It's good to be here. It's always fun when Pastor asks me to speak. Praise the Lord. So we're going to enjoy ourselves today. I'm excited. Hallelujah. All right. So, Lord, we just thank you and praise you for your anointing, your presence. We just release everything, Lord, that I have. I just release it this morning and ask for your anointing and your words to be guided by the Holy Spirit. Amen. All right. Well, Pastor Dan and... Uh, David, always start with a joke. Well, I have a really funny sense of humor, but when I preach, I don't usually tell jokes. So I'm going to start out with something fun. So, um, uh, Jeremiah, do you have my dancing video? He's running to see. Uh, This is the conference in Nicaragua the last night. We had just ordained four ministers and licensed five, uh, workers in the ministry. We had had three days of conference. Nobody had preached, and the uh, spirit of joy came on us. Now I dance in church. Now I not so much now because I'm in the back with grandbabies. But I like to dance. I've never danced in the world. I dance in church, but I've never danced like this. We danced for an hour. It was just pure joy. So this is only 30 seconds of of the whole hour. So but anyway it'll give you a little taste. Go ahead, uh Jeremiah, thanks. <laughs> I have fun when I go anyway, definitely a different culture. that's all right. you know I fit right in. Brenda teases me about being the token white, but um, <laughs> <laughs> so psalm sixteen eleven uh, you will show me the path of life. It's your present in your presence is fullness of joy. and that's true. We should be joyful, happy, encouraged all the time. At your right hand, there are pleasures forevermore. And on this trip, I had such grace from the Lord because really and truly, as much traveling as I do, I kind of just hunker down, you know, and get done with the travel. But this time, the presence of the Lord was with me. Pastor Dan would have been very proud of me because when I got to Phoenix, my flight, uh, I'd already missed my third flight anyway, And the Lord gave me somebody to minister to that day. And we had the same destination. We didn't make it until the next morning. But just great grace. Great grace. And I was able to speak to her about God's love for her. And then I got there took Mobile, Alabama. And my friend Carolyn, she said, Marty. Well, actually, she said, Marty, do you want to go to a conference tonight? (laughs) And I said, Sure. (laughs) And we went in three days. Now, you guys remember the Brownsville Revival? This pastor moved to Alabama. So he's in Daphne right near Mobile. And excuse me, I get real Southern when I (laughs) can't help it. Can't help it. Anyway, three nights of revival at her church with Pastor Kilpatrick from the Brownsville Revival. I mean, how good is that? No sleep or not, man, I got down there the first night. I got prayer. I was on the floor, and uh, that started out my trip. Kind of nice way to go. So John 3, 5 through 8, and I didn't give them the scriptures, so you just have to bear with me. Jesus said, Verily, verily, I say unto you, except a man be born of the water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I say unto you, you must be born again of the spirit. Ha <laughs> ha, I, I added that in. Anyway, um, the wind blows where it listeth or where it wants to, and you hear the sound, but you can't tell where it comes or whether it goes. So is everyone born of the spirit. Now, I've always asked the Lord since I was young, Lord, what are my gifts? What are my callings, you know? And so one time I got hold of a book, I think, by uh, James uh, God. Oh, I can't think of his name. Yes. And he talked about wind of the spirit prophetic people. And I thought, ooh, that's me because I love revival. And I love the moving of the Spirit. And I love the presence of the Lord. And I run after it. And if I hear the wind blowing, then I'm like, Woo, let's go see what's going on over here. Oh, I'm supposed to stay in the middle. All right. So anyway, I was able to get in on that revival. I went to down to Lakeland. And uh, my friends Wayne and Maddie's church, Pastor John, announced five nights. So... I was in four of them because I had to speak one of the nights. But I was in four of them. And on Wednesday night, Maddie said, "Marty, you got to get off the floor." <laughs> and I said, "Maddie, I can't get off the floor." <laughs> she said, "Yes, you can. You can stand in the spirit." I said, "Maddie, I'm ho- I'm sorry to tell you, but I can't get off of this floor." So they drugged me out because <laughs> uh, another church was coming in, like like here too. So. <laughs> I'm like, Daddy, I can't get off of this floor. Anyway, so I had all of that before I went to Nicaragua. And when I got to Nicaragua, we had our own conference. We had three days. Well, I preached on Sunday in Corn Island. And then we had three days of meetings with uh, 55 of our people coming in from our 14 churches, plus the people that were there on Corn Island and all the Little Island people came out. So we had a full church. So I meant to get a picture to throw up there, and I forgot. So, But anyway, it says in Acts, the times of refreshing that come from the presence of the Lord. Times of refreshing that come from the presence of the Lord. And when we come into the presence of the Lord, there's that joy there you know that word in Psalm 16 that says in your presence is fullness of joy it means festival <laughs> a party that's what we had we were having a party yeah. it was such fun gladness mirth pleasure rejoicing people some people not us but some people get upset if somebody laughs in church well i've done my share and uh, actually, we have a story, Sherry and I, that we want to tape with David, but I'm sure we, he can't condense it down enough. But we had the laughter hit us one time at a healing room meeting, and we almost didn't make it back to our hotel. <laughs> anyway, I love his presence. So I wanted to tell you about the first uh, the, the service Sunday night we were having worship. And Pastor Cyril was there from Pony, And Dempsey asked him if he would lead the, the prayer meeting. Well, Brother Cyril has this voice that's so anointed. He just starts with a sound, and the anointing begins to come. And I was tired. You know, I'd had two nights to get down. I'll tell you that one in a minute. Two nights to get down to Managua. And then I had to fly over to the island. And I, I, again, I had just like an hour's sleep. And I had to get up and go get in line because I had missed my original flight. And there I was with that presence of the Lord. All the tiredness just lifted. All of that just lifted. So, anyway, before I get into the women's retreat, part. I will tell you about what happened. I was in Tampa. We had a hurricane in Florida and we were praying. We were praying for it to miss everywhere because I always say I have cousins everywhere in in Florida and I have cousins here and here and here and here and here. So anyway, I don't want it to hit anywhere. And so it missed Tampa. So I thought, okay, I'm going to get out. So I got there and When as soon as I walked in, I could see I'd already missed my second flight. You know what that's like, those of you that travel. And I, like I said, I'd had great grace. But it kept going worse and worse and worse. And I'm saying, Lord, what do I do? What do I do? Starting to get a little anxious because I was getting into Managua at 1230 at night anyway. And I just sat down, I threw my little travel blanket over my head and I started praying in tongues. Not loudly, just enough for the Lord and me to hear. And I'm just sitting there praying in tongues, praying in tongues. And all of a sudden, his presence, his face. Did you know that that word presence, both in Greek and Hebrew, means face? The face of God. We come right into the face and presence of God. And I'm sitting there crying in the airport. I'm sure everybody thought that it was because I was missing my plane. But it was because of the anointing, that sweetness of his presence. And so what happened is that in about two minutes, they they said that our flight was canceled. So I said, Lord, what do I do now? He said, Marty, you're always saying you have cousins everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Who lives the closest? Which cousin lives the closest? And I was like, ooh, Jen and Trey. <laughs> so I called them at midnight. I'm like, Jen, I'm at Tampa Airport. My flight's canceled. Can you come get me? She said, sure. So they got in the car and came and picked me up. She was in her pajamas. <laughs> and... uh The next day, I stayed with them, and I bought another ticket, and then they got me on the flight. But that day, while I was with them, we got a call from my cousin, Annette, who lives in Ruskin. And she said, I have news about Billy, her husband. Now, Billy had died with an aneurysm, and Annette had gotten him to the hospital. They had gone in and repaired that aneurysm, but they told him, they said, You have another aneurysm. You can't lift anything. You can't do anything. You've got to be so careful. And so the week before, we had had a worship time in the house with all of my cousins, my mama's side of the family, and praise the Lord and worship the Lord. God, heal Billy. There was no trace of that aneurysm. It was gone. We didn't lay hands on him. It was just the worship and the praise from the Lord. That is why when we worship here, we need to open our hearts and believe that God is doing things. That the anointing—we don't want just want anointing to feel good. Although I like that anointing to feel good. But we want the anointing for healing, for peace, for deliverance, Amen. for everything that we need. God wants to provide it. So I was feeling a little happy when I went to Nicaragua because of this news. And then we had such wonderful moves of this spirit in our conference there. And... um so, you know, anyway, I want to read this scripture, just part of the scripture. Remember in 2 Kings chapter 3, verse 14, and Elisha said, because he was asked to prophesy, and he said, as the Lord of hosts lives before whom I stand, surely were it not that I regard the presence of Jehoshaphat, the king of Judah, I would not look toward you or see you. So that was the other king, the one he didn't like, the one that wasn't serving God. And you know what, have you ever been somewhere and it's hard to preach? Because, you know, there's times when Jesus even went to the village and they wouldn't receive him. He could only do a few works there. And so he said, bring me a minstrel. (laughs) Bring me a minstrel. And it came to pass when the minstrel played that the hand of the Lord came upon him. And then he was able to prophesy. And then it came to pass. In Psalm 16, it says, At your right hand, there are pleasures evermore. Whenever we get into the worship, we can have the hand of God move upon us. Whenever we get into the music, and the, we can dance, we can worship, we can hear his voice, we can prophesy because of that anointing. Hallelujah. And so... I want to talk about the first day of the retreat. On the Sunday night as Pastor Cyril was worshiping, I was just lost in his presence. I was like, whoa, don't quit, don't quit, don't quit, because it was so powerful. I love people that are anointed. I like to hang around people that are anointed. When you hang around people that are anointing, some of their anointing can rub off on you. It's transferable, people. It's transferable. It really is. Anyway, so I said, Lord, you know, Pastor Dan worries when he asks me, and he doesn't give me a lot of time to prepare. But when I'm down there, I spoke 20 times while I was gone, guys. And most of the time, I didn't know what I was going to say till I got up into the pulpit. Well, sometimes in song service, I had my iPad, and I'm looking up scriptures. So... It doesn't bother me because I am—I do have to be instant in season and out of season when I'm down there. So I'm going, Lord, what do I preach to the ladies in the morning? And he said, preach on being filled with the Spirit and praying in tongues. And I said, Lord, that's kind of basic. Are you sure? And he said, preach on being filled with the Spirit and praying in tongues. So I said, yes, sir. So in the morning, I got up and I began to share how much the Lord has ministered to me in my life. was filled with the Spirit at age 10. I pray in tongues every day. And many times the Lord has had me pray for life-changing things, sometimes for hours, where then the, the anointing of God would show me what to do. When we pray in the Spirit It's our spirit communicating with God. So I spoke on it the next morning, and I said, Ladies, how many of you here pray in tongues every day? Five ladies. Now, we had a full church, so there were probably 60 ladies there. Five ladies, I said. Okay, because we're supposed to be a charismatic Pentecostal spirit-flowing church. I said, How many of you pray once a week in tongues? Two more people raised their hands. I said, how many of you pray in tongues once a month? About one or two more raised their hands. I looked at them and I said, we got us a problem. (laughs) So I taught them and instructed them. So now before we see this video, don't be embarrassed. They're not. It's a different culture. Probably a little bit of deliverance was going on, Anthony, but, um, <laughs> but I just want you to see what God did. Now, I want to tell you it's very difficult down there most of the time to get people filled with the Spirit. It's just hard. There's superstition, there's fear, there's lack of knowledge, there's just a lot of things. And so... Uh, I wish I had a cameraman, because this went on for about an hour and a half, and somebody took a little clip and sent it to me. Because when I'm ministering, I'm not really thinking like a missionary that I need pictures, you know. So I'm just ministering. But here, uh, if you've got it ready, we this is just a minute video. <laughs> Praise God. It was just a God thing. It was was so awesome. And the thing is that with our churches there, we have to constantly work on getting the people filled with the Spirit because otherwise it's so difficult in that culture. We need that anointing to be able to see his face, to press in, to experience him. And that anointing was just there that entire trip. We really stepped up to a different level. And so I just want to say that when I'm in worship, God has healed me many times. And praying in the spirit, the Lord has healed me. And we need to press in to see his face and to to receive that, that anointing from his right hand. And so... We had people filled with the Spirit in five different places on this trip, which is really a miracle. So Pony, which I'm going to talk about, Corn Island, what, where this was, our conference, Brown Bank, which used to be a witchcraft village, uh, some French church in Managua, and then our church in Costa Rica, Harvest Tabernacle. We, it was really a sweet flow of the Spirit. And so if you haven't been filled, the Lord wants you to receive. And so the thing is that the music is so important. Uh, the worship at the church in Managua was so bad. And uh, and I asked Bonnie, Pastor Flora's daughter, if she would get up and sing a song. And I said, sing as goodness is running after me. And when she began to sing about his goodness is running after me, the anointing of the Lord just came in. I tell you, we cried through that whole service. Two of Pastor uh, Brian's leaders were filled with the Spirit. I didn't even preach on being filled with the Spirit. I, I spoke about follow the call, you know, say yes to the call of God. And there were still the Spirit of God was moving and so in Exodus thirty three fourteen, Moses, uh, Jesus said to Moses, My presence shall go with thee, and I will give you rest. And he said, If your presence doesn't go with me, don't carry us up hence. This is something that constantly in my churches there, We have to have the anointing of God. We have to have the presence of God. We have to have the move of God. The people's lives are hard. It's a socialistic country. Many of them live hand to mouth. They don't have refrigerators. They go out and catch a fish. They catch the crab if they're running or the shrimp are running. And they need to have that anointing and that presence of God. So I want to jump to Taspapone because I'm running out of time. When we went to Taz, now we have 14 churches, so I made it to 13. The weather was bad. We couldn't get across to Little Island, Um, but we went to everywhere else. So Taspapone, where Pastor Cyril pastors, this is a Mosquito Indian village, and they're very stoic people. Sometimes in the past, it was hard to get them to crack a smile, you know, so you're preaching, and they're all sitting there looking at you like this, and you're like, Lord, is anything going in? So we went to TASPA, and before we had service, we were asked to pray for a man that was in bed, unable to get out of bed. They had him hooked up to an IV. They call it Swero. I have no idea what that means. But he was on Swero, And every time he would get out of the bed, his heart would palpitate and his blood pressure would drop drastically. So they had to put him back in the bed. He'd been in the bed I don't know how long. And when we got there, they asked us to pray for him. And so um, about five of us, we went over and we prayed with him, asked the Lord to touch him. And we went back, and that night we had service. So don't let me forget the guy on Swero, okay? So we went to service. When we got to service, Pastor Cyril told me, Sister Marty, I got banged in the ponga. And he says, and nothing is helping. Now, getting banged in the ponga, you can really get hurt, seriously, because you're going and it's bumpy, and if you hit wrong, it'll really mess you up. So I said, okay, we're gonna pray for Pastor Cyril. And afterwards I said, do something you couldn't do before. And he kind of went like this. I'm like, oh Lord. So we started worshiping. And like I said, he has this anointing that's so wonderful. And we begin to worship, just worship, just worship the Lord. And it's so amazing. I think I quoted like a little scripture. I didn't preach that night because the anointing was so powerful. And so all of a sudden, Brother Cyril came up to me and he goes, Sister Marty, Sister Marty, Sister Marty. (laughs) He was healed. And Brother Darrington had gotten hurt. He and Brother Dempsey are always our pilots on the boat. And he had fallen, a weird accident, and I think he broke his collarbone. He couldn't lift his arm, and we were still on the move. So we, you know, there's no medical in these communities, not much. And so I looked over during the worship, and here was Brother Darrington. He was doing this healing healing and I, I wrote him after I got home I said you were healed weren't you he goes oh yes sister Marty completely and he said not only that my son Caleb my little buddy he said Caleb had a putrid sore throat and he said he was healed in Tasba also and remember the guy on Suero he was healed the next day I said to Selma, how's the guy we prayed for she said Marty that's my brother I said, I didn't know that. She said, he's up walking about. He's fine. The anointing, the presence of God. Just that presence of God. Hallelujah. You know, I was I was healed once when Stacy was leading singing on Sunday night. I was standing right by that post. <laughs> and the Lord healed me. All of the pain lifted off of my body, the anointing. So during worship, we need to begin to reach out and receive that that God is pouring out to us. And Pastor Dan reminded me last night that Catherine Kuhlman started off with just worship. People started getting healed. I was privileged to be in three of her meetings. And the anointing was amazing. The anointing was amazing. Healing is the children's bread. God wants us to have it all. He wants us to be filled with his spirit. He wants us to be healed. He wants us to be delivered. He wants us to be set free of anything that hinders us. He wants us to walk in victory. He wants us to walk in joy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. You are holy, Lord. You inhabit the praises of your people. Hallelujah. So right now, we've got a couple of minutes. Let's just enter in to that place of his anointing and his presence. And as we come before his face right now, boldly come before the throne of grace, look up to see his face. Look up. Look up. To see the anointing of God, the presence of God. He wants to fall upon you today. He wants to fall upon you today. He wants that to be a walk of such sweetness that he is with you no matter what. No matter what you're going through. No matter where you are. Whether you're in a ponga or whether you're stranded at an airport. That anointing of God. That presence of God is there. Ha ha. Hallelujah. 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 So I know everybody that's here in the sanctuary, you're not filled with the Spirit. But you know, you can receive just like that. You just open your mouth and from your heart to God's heart, you begin to pray out. You begin to sing out. Hallelujah. So right now, I want us if we will just to begin to lift our voices. Brenda likes to do this and sing in the spirit for 43 seconds.
2: Hallelujah la may ay oh yamaya come on yay sing out sing out The
1: language of wonder it's the language of worship <laughs> it's the language of wisdom oh let's just do that again for a minute as I turn it back over to Pastor Dan
2: hi <laughs> Alavayo, ay o yirvoyo, sweet Holy Spirit, sweet Holy Spirit, ja la ba
1: Seek my face. My heart said unto you, Your face, Lord, will I seek.
2: Let's seek his face. Amen.
0: We have an altar team that will be up front to minister to anybody that would like prayer. Body, soul, or spirit, or if you'd like to stand in for somebody that in your family or friends that you'd like to get prayer for them on their behalf. Feel like the Lord's not done today with terms of what the miracles he wants to release, his presence he wants to release. One of my most memorable Experiences in God was when I first came to Christ. And I went to a meeting, a coffee house meeting in Vancouver, Washington, and the singing group, one of the one of the members of the singing group said, anybody that just has something that they'd like prayer for, come forward. And I just I just wanted to come forward and just just ask. I wanted assurance that I really was saved. And I'd already been baptized and close to Jesus was confessing him all over town and everything but I, I, had a, I had a problem I was carrying and I tell you what I wept and he wept and prayed for me and I tell you I got a breakthrough and I never had any, any trouble with that thought again so I don't know what it is a, someone might be carrying that you just like he, I want a breakthrough in that area that's available for you today so if our pastoral care altar team could come up Marty will be up here Marty has a, you know, you could see what the Spirit came even even as she's talking. and if you'd like a, a fresh surge of the Holy Spirit, a fresh depth, a fresh deepening of the Holy Spirit, she'll lay hands on you and pray for you for that over up here as well, okay? Saints, your blood bought. You're righteous in His sight. That ought to put a smile on your face, a song in your heart, a dance in your step every day. Great to see you today. May your Thanksgiving week continue with great rejoicing. Come on up if you'd like prayer, or stand in for somebody. If you would uh, like to sign up for ladies' uh, winter retreat, Brenda and Melissa, uh, Kate, we will be in the lobby area. Talk to you about that God bless you We love you God loves you Don't forget it Okay I feel in the spirit There's a couple people That aren't, aren't sure Of your salvation And if you come up And get prayer You can be sure Of your salvation today